Okay, so, you've cracked open the doors to this mysterious structure. With the wind and snow swirling all around you, peering inside, all you can see is darkness. Torch. I shall have a torch. Or on a light. Mm-hmm. Is light going on? Tabs has got a flashlight out, because he doesn't know where to even start looking for a, for a light switch. Hmm. Yeah, you doubt there's got yeah light, light switches and that might be a bit short. Yeah, and, uh, thin on the ground. And he's here. not it, it being he'll have read like there's technology that maybe ghoul technology that like does illuminate, but he doesn't really recognise no everything yet. So he's just got his torch torch out. Hmm. So you shining your torch through the through the gap into the interior, or yeah, yeah, see what we can see. Okay, uh, can I get a perception check from you then, please? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, 18. Okay, so shining your torch in through the gap that you've made between these two double doors, uh, it starts to pick out some details within. And what you start to see is two rows leading away from you of immense columns. Uh, you sort of angle your your torch upwards and you can see that this is this room is probably about three stories high it's a, it's a pretty large entrance hall mm. um you can maybe just about make out uh, another set of doors at the far end but it's a little way down so you, there's not a lot you can see from from where you're standing at the moment um again sort of shining your, your torch around you can see that the floor in here is tiled um you can't really make out a lot of details though without going in um, you can see, however, um, going back to the columns, that they do appear to be quite heavily engraved. Um, again, details you can't really make out without going closer. Um, safe bet that maybe it's a sort of type of hieroglyphics, but I'd as- assume that Tabs doesn't read hieroglyphics. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I thought you were going to say, does Tabs read? And I was going to, I was going to say the same answer, no. Um, uh, he's going to relay all this information back. Is there a way that he, is there any way that he can like turn to see if there's like a something blocking the door or no? I mean, there's enough room that... for you get to get through. Just oh, saying, there are enough yeah. room to get through. Okay. Just nobody said they've um, gone through the door yet. That was also. Oh. Uh, I'm just telling you what you see as you look into the gap. That's all, really. Okay. So where would we like to go first, sir? Um, cause I'm in down here and follow the corridor, or. Let's get in out of this uh, storm. It's uh, very least, and we can uh, see what we're dealing with. There. Okay. I'm gonna wander through. Yeah. So you will get in finally out of the snowstorm and inside. And it's it, the the structure is blocking out a lot of the noise. Um, there's definitely still wind coming in through the gap that you guys have just made through opening the doors. Um, but yeah, as I say, you find yourselves in kind of a, a sort of an entrance hall type thing, the roof is vaulted up by these rows of pillars and uh, looking around, sort of shining your torches, you can see there's murals on every wall um, and carvings in various uh, various forms but uh, there's a lot of, uh, to your quick eye, what you re- would recognise as hieroglyphics um, Kano, you would recognise that as a language you can just read like, you know, mm-hmm. as a readable language <laughs> that you yep. know um, but yeah, there's, there's no lights in here, only only what you brought in with you. I guess I'm going to start doing some reading then. Okay. See if we can find anything useful about who controlled this place and 
like anything else about like dates and things. Mm. Okay. Um, I think this will take a little bit of time because you've got to, to, you know, it's not just like, here's a cheat sheet, here's four paragraphs that describe this place that you can read. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess this would be, I think it's investigation. I don't know if, because you're just kind of reading stuff. It's not, you're not, the archaeology stuff is what you're, you're good at, but that would be more of like if a specific thing, like you're trying to excavate something or do something like that. Yeah. You're literally just reading stuff at this point. So I think, can I just get an investigation check from you? Mm-hmm. And we'll say this probably would be over the course of maybe, just, just to get a kind of general overview, just kind of seeing what you can see over the course of 10, 15 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. 16. Okay, that's pretty good. Um... Before I sort of say what it is, uh, and it, while while uh, Kano is sort of doing a bit of an investigation, anybody else want to what what do you want to be doing in the in the meantime? Tabs would be checking the perimeter, mm-hmm. um, and just like taking it in, really, maybe just like like touching like touching the wall kind of thing, being like we're on another planet, another planet. Right, be cool, be cool. Check the corners. Make sure, make sure our backs are okay. If Tabs is on, if, if Tabs is checking the perimeter on one side, to say to begin with, I'll probably on the other side doing the same thing, just marching up and down, looking, yeah, seeing what we've just got. Just kind of having a bit yeah. of a scout around. Okay. Um, so yeah, I yeah. mean, the room itself is about, ooh, probably about 40, 50 meters long. And maybe about, I don't know, 15 meters wide. So it, it's not the hugest you know kind of whole place ever i mean compared to some of the uh the sort of even surviving halls in ancient egypt you know in ruins it's it's not as big as some of them um it's a, it's a pretty big room uh i'd say it's about 40 50 meters long about 15 meters wide with uh, the double line of columns going up the middle so probably a couple of badminton courts worth um Probably a little bit bigger, actually. I'd say it's, it's probably about as wide as a as a badminton court is is long, and then um, yeah, as I say, about about then about fifty meters in length as well. So yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. So okay, between the two of you, then, so you, you kind of do a bit of a perimeter sweep. I won't have you sort of roll for this really, unless you want to be looking specifically. If, if you're doing just a kind of general sweep, I think I can just kind of tell you what you find. Um, yeah, I, th- I think it would, well, for Tabs anyway, it would be a general sweep. He's not 100% sure what to keep an eye out for. Yeah. So he's probably checking with Dougal and seeing with Dougal what Dougal's saying. Just kind of checking for general, uh, like, general purpose security things, like how many, do we have any doors going off of this? And, like, do we have any, that kind of stuff. Any traps, any pitfalls? Yeah, is anything out of, does anything look strangely out of place that any other place it would it, it right okay well okay kind of thing. for that then i will need checks from you oh okay yeah okay if, if you're just looking to see how many doors and stuff there are off of the room then i can tell you that but if you're looking for okay i will do that then stuff. i'll also do a check for anything unusual okay Is that investigation did you say? Yeah, if you could, yeah. Twelve. Twelve. My wisdom's okay. minus one, so that's sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. Alright. Um, yeah, I think between the two of you, yeah, you, you get a fairly good sense of the layout of this place. There really is just like the the way that you came in, the, the massive doors, and then there's one door at the far end which is closed. 
which seems to lead further on into into the same direction in inwards kind of thing you don't really find any there's no like hidden traps or pitfalls or anything that you can see nothing sort of jumps out of you as like aha we've made it into like the te you know temple at the end of um indiana jones and the last crusade or anything like that but yeah it just you get the general sense that this is kind of old in here there's not been a lot of traffic through in any kind of living memory as far as you can see it looks to have been sort of sealed up there's not really there's no kind of window spaces or anything it's not like there's been glass that's been blown in or anything the only you know it's it's a it's a windowless room basically <laughs> as far as you can tell um, looking up though, the, the ceiling does have sort of textures on it that make it look like certain panels might be movable, but they are all closed at the moment. The, t the tiles on the ground, they're kind of quite, they're large square tiles. Some of them are kind of cracked and that, but it doesn't, there's no signs of kind of conflict or anything like that. Um, but yeah, as far as you can tell, yeah, it just seems like a, a large decorated room that has one exit going on further in, has one entrance going that you came from but other than that fairly what you see is what you're getting so while this uh, security sweep is sort of happening then um uh Kena, yeah you you kind of you go from pillar to pillar sort of taking a kind of general kind of look at what story is being told by them and there's a few names that jump out at you that you um don't recognize there's a couple of really big names that you know for fact it's like well that's a that's one of the gold system lords and that but this doesn't really sort of seem like their current style at all or anything I mean, you know Ra was killed by the Tory a few years back but his sort of is a passing reference to him but not in a kind of way of like and this was built at Ra's you know <laughs> Ra's behest or anything like that yeah the further the longer in you go you're getting the feeling almost that this is like a kind of possibly built to be a maybe a residence slash kind of small stronghold for maybe a minor gold. Uh, a minor noble that has their own tower house type of thing. Yeah, uh, that, that's, the, that's the kind of general gist you get from your kind of quick investigation. Although, so looking around, you do generally still get the sort of impression that this is uh, not in heavy use at all, if at all, <laughs> I should say. Um, there is some more stuff on, on, on as you continue to read um, listing of some of their deeds. The sort of the, you know the their big boasters, the gold, <laughs> and you know they put it up on the walls, kind of thing. I did all of this. Yeah. Uh, did my greatness. You, you, you kind of did some of that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. You eventually find uh, what you think might be the name of the gold who, uh, well, who who built this place. Uh, it's a, not a name that you recognise. Uh, the name is Hemiunu. Ochaidenu. That is not what I said. <laughs> H e m i u n u. Anyway, so that that's the name that you get, but it's not one that immediately swings to mind for you. Okay. But again, everything still looks that sort of the same sort of time period yeah and, and and some of the events actually that are you you find described some of them do kind of um ring a bell as to like you, you'd heard in vague terms that something like that happened but the way it's kind of written on the walls it's it's almost written like uh and i was there and part of that or and i was there and helped and 
you know, that's kind of how it <laughs> is kind of presented as this. It's not like, I did that and I did that. It's more like, I was part of this thing. And, yeah. Which is sort of giving you the general vibe of like, okay, this guy was maybe not a big name, but he's at least claiming to have been part of some famous events. Which is giving you the sort of, oh, this, this is a sort of minor noble kind of thing. Yeah. And the glyphs are all consistent with architecture age? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I think Kena's relaxing a little bit more at mm. this point. Because if there was a large Goa'uld household within these buildings, there would probably be some more recent stuff as well. Mm. Not relaxed, just a tiny bit less paranoid. Yeah, yeah. Um, so C- Captain uh, Baxter, is it? what can you tell me? A minor Goa'uld built this place, or ruled this place. But the style, the style of the glyphs, the age, it's it's all fairly consistent around 4,000 years old. 4,000 Tori years. I suspect that the, the Lord Himiono is serving someone elsewhere or no longer lives. There may however still be traps or remnants in this place. Alright, thank you. Um, I think we'll make this our fallback position. It's out of the weather and uh, fairly quick access to the gate if we need to make a sharp exit. He presses a couple of uh, buttons on his... He's got a kind of PDA thing strapped to his, his wrist. And uh, about a minute later, the uh, the mouth kind of trundles through the, the doors, coming to a stop in the, in the centre of the chamber. Um, it only just makes it through the gap that you made through the, the doors to get in, so you're lucky there. Didn't have to mess around too much. Um, but yeah, the lights on the, uh, the mouth sort of bring up the ambient light level in here a little bit as well, which is good. Right, remember we're on a, a strict time limit here, so uh, let's get as many photos as we can of this chamber and then uh, see what's deeper inside. So yeah, you, you offload, uh, there, there's some sort of quite high definition cameras uh, uh, on the map with the specialised equipment for, for surveys like this, so as a team you all spend another 5-10 minutes or so just kind of getting as, as much kind of... Um, visual data as you can of this whole chamber just so that it can be analysed later date back at Stargate Command. So yeah, spend a little little bit of time doing that uh, before all uh, reconvening at the closed set of doors at the rear of the chamber. Getting a good look at them for the first time, you can see that they all that they don't appear to be hinged at all. They almost look like um, a set that would slide open into, uh, into a recess in the wall. Is there a panel? Uh, you can look for a panel. Yes, I would like to look for a panel. Okay. Um, can I get an investigation check from you? All the checks, AJ. Yeah, I'm leaning on the checks. All the checks. Like, this is more checks than we ever do ever, and I don't know why it's like flipped like that. <laughs> <laughs> investigation, did you yeah, say? Yeah, we could. Yeah. 
So, nine. nine. Okay. <laughs> um, you're looking around, there's a lot of kind of panels of, like, the, the stone work around it. Any one of these could be a hidden panel, but you don't really know what you're doing. Yep. Um, I, I wonder if they've got one of those uh, panels at the side for... You've probably got a code or something, or a... Like our security doors. Uh, oh, no, I mean, yeah, yeah you, you kind of start patting them down, but, like, there's there's quite a few kind of around the rim of this door, and mm-hmm. um, you're, like, the least experienced person for that stuff. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm just like, hello, um, I'm doing a thing, but I'm not sure if it's working. <laughs> so, I guess I'm going to check for more of the gold tech to see if I can... Yeah. <laughs> find anything from this side of the door. Sure. Can I get an engineering check from you? 20. Yay. So, yeah, uh, you kind of take a look at, at the, the sort of situation around the doors and um, what catches your eye, which is, you know, is a bit more of a practice sort of look at how these things are, are built as, you know, tabs is first time off planet. So <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe not quite so uh, used to finding it is um, eventually you find one block that is... It's got a kind of slight release catch built into the, not the side of it, but like a kind of hidden sort of bit mm-hmm. where, you know, it's out of regular sight, but if you know where it is, you can press it. This block slides forward out of the wall at a horizontal angle, and um, you can see that the block itself that was visible is just a kind of fascia sort of type bit, and within it is a sort of crystal matrix, which you would know is the sort of the equivalent of like control chips and that. Mm-hmm. All of these seem to be powered down. There's no, you know, you know for a fact when these are working, they you know, they light up and such. This is like, this looks like you've sort of slid open a computer and everything that's turned off, basically. <laughs> but you have found the panel. None of the crystals look damaged, I will say. They, they, okay. they do all appear to be there. They're just not active. Okay. Can I activate them without needing to swap them out? Um, I think we can probably say this would fall under your Tokra kind of. This would be like your general knowledge. Like for us, this would be just mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I don't think. I think we'll just do an engineering check to see if there's any. Okay. Oh, a natural one. Okay, so not. <laughs> you, you you poke around in there, um, which is a little tricky with your Unas claws, and. Um, managed to knock one of the crystals out of alignment and it doesn't seem to want to go back in. Okay, now just kind of sighs like I like my host. We get on well. I miss having hands. Do you need a hand, miss? I can... Ooh. It's a bit harsh. No, if it's if it's something a bit fiddly or anything... That's fine. Draws them over and goes. This crystal needs to sit back in there. But I cannot seem to activate them. Alright, let me see if I can uh, twist it a little bit. I think because you don't really know what you're doing, this would just be a general dex check from you. A general dex check. (laughs) You're just kind of trying trying to get it back into place as Kana is telling you. Yeah. But you don't really, you know, this is like you don't know how this this works at all, really. I'm 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 under instruction. Yeah. 
This is basically like you give the toddlers the things with the shapes and to put them through <laughs> yep. the right hole. Sixteen. That's right, the square <laughs> hole. <laughs> Sixteen. Okay. Yeah, you kind of rotate this crystal a little bit a couple of times, and it's it doesn't look like it wants to really drop down into this this kind of slot. You, you then realize at this point that um, Kana, with their kind of claw, had kind of scraped a slight kind of sort of nick into the, the sort of slot that the um, the crystal was meant to sit in and it's not kind of seating itself it takes you a, a minute or two but you just about manage to get it seated back in and when it does a very faint light um, blows from the inside of the crystal oh I think we got something mm. sliding the panel back in the doors sort of very hesitantly start to slide open, make it about halfway open and then stop. They are now open. Hey. Well, they're not all the way open, but you can you can squeeze through. Yeah, that makes it easier. Yeah. yeah. Torch. Possible this was a very, very old power supply and you just about managed to squeeze a tiny little bit of extra juice out of it. And yeah, before it <laughs> before it died this kind of musty smell sort of hits you from the inside, a sort of release of air that's been trapped for a long time and um, you see that this corridor is sort of heading away from you into the darkness and you can kind of see looking along it there are turn-offs from it, like there's side corridors coming away, you can't see around those corners from where you are um, this is sort of single story height there, it's kind of a low, not low low ceiling you know you could all walk in there comfortably but compared to the entrance hall that you were just in this is like stepping into a sort of much more i don't i don't want to say claustrophobic but it's you know this is much more confined space the, the immediate thing that sort of grabs you is these walls don't appear to be decorated in any way i want to go look you want to go look? <laughs> it's probably not the best idea, but I want to go look and and see if there's more hieroglyphs and, and reading and things. A lot to Interesting explore here. Things. Well, you are the expert, Miss. Um... I'm torn. I really don't. I don't really want to split the party when there's only three players. It is up to you. But it also doesn't necessarily seem the smartest thing to just no. <laughs> have everyone wandered away from the doors either so I'm neutral in this, you can do what you want um <laughs> seems like you'd cover more ground if you split up though yes, yes <laughs> sorry, don't listen to me <laughs> and we've not, the thing is that I've not seen anything that makes me think it's currently occupied no, there's been no movement or anything yeah um, I think what I'll do is I will ask the others to keep an eye on the start of the corridor I go down mm -hmm. um, and then I shall start moving along slowly and I'll need to be slow if I'm going to try to be quiet yes because I have big long claws on my toes <laughs> Well, if you want to split, you could always do two and two. This is the the thing with the, the four-person team, you know. We could, but I'm the only one that can read the stuff. So I figure that it gives everyone else options to be doing something else. Mm-hmm. If they have anything else they wish to do just now. 
well there's a as a as a team the captain is saying let's go see what's further in mm-hmm. but now there's obviously we've got a lot of branching corridors and stuff so yeah this this is where the decision i think needs to be and i will leave this to you rather than just have the the captain be like no we all stick together or no we do this because i feel like this is a i don't want to take that away from you guys as players i think we probably should split up that's probably makes more sense into two lots of two than four people individually wandering off mm-hmm. if they want to do three and one I am happy for Kena to be the person going off on their own I I would I don't know if we would probably we'd probably just go two and two then that way the military side of it would be they would want someone with you. Even though, yeah. pro- even though they'd know that you'd probably be able to handle yourself being Tok'ra and Una- Tok'ra Unis. Yeah, um, you always have a minimum of two going <clears> off <throat> in a pair. Just for, I mean, just generally as a backup thing, is if two of you go off, one of you gets injured, the other one's out of assist. How are we splitting this then? Who's going with who? I, I'm, I think Dougal should go off with Kana and the captain should be with the newbie. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Sure. All right. Kena, lead the way. I'll go with you. So, Kena, are you going down the first side corridor? Or are you going off into the darkness, like further on down the main corridor? Or yeah, I think we'll go down the main corridor to start with. Okay. Well, we'll stick with you two for now then. So, it's a fairly long corridor. I'd say it's as you keep going down, you find yourself. You know, you kind of clock like, well, we're going quite a ways here. Um, you start to kind of realise maybe we're heading into the foundational area below the pyramid structure, just based on your your general kind of sense of the layout of things when you were approaching. Um, It takes you a couple of minutes to get along this corridor, and again, you kind of notice as you're going um, how kind of vaguely kind of unadorned the, the walls along here are, which strikes you as a little unusual really, but kind of fits with your idea earlier on of maybe this was if not unfinished, but like abandoned and stripped maybe, or or there was some damage or something, but it, it sort of, you're, you're kind of how you're used to go old sort of architecture um, it, there's, a, there's usually a fair amount of carvings and things on the walls and decoration and such and this corridor doesn't have a lot of it mm-hmm very odd you travel along the corridor for quite a few minutes as I say it's it's pretty long you pass 10, 20 different side passages um, before you reach what you think could be the end of the corridor I hate to say it but there's another pair of double doors <laughs> seems to be a bit of a theme uh, these ones though just push open they are, um, it looks to be really very ancient wood it must be um, but this place has been sealed for uh, who knows how long so they have not um, decomposed or anything and it's been a sort of sealed environment for that long so they they are you are able to push them open and you find yourself in well at first I should say are you going through them or anything or you put a hand on the door mm-hmm. and noticing that it just moves I go well this makes a nice change after you, Kena, and I push the doors open. 
So stepping inside, uh, the pair of you find yourselves in yet another large chamber. Uh, this one is roughly square in shape, and um, again, it's, it's taller than the corridor you were—you've um, just come along. It's—it's it's not quite overall as tall as the entrance hall, um, but it's probably mostly about two stories high. And as you look up, you can see there's a—it sort of comes to a point. Uh, in the center, um, which is probably at about ooh, three stories in height again. You can see in the center of the chamber, uh, unmistakably to you, Kana, built into the floor, looks to be part of uh, a ring transport system, um, which would make sense if you were underneath the, the pyramid. But there is, at the far side of the room, a kind of raised dais with a uh, sort of fairly modest throne on it, which would look down into the central space of the chamber. Um, the throne is empty, though. This room, you do notice looking around, has, uh, in contrast to the corridor, a fair amount of the, the sort of expected decoration in it, but is uh, not, again, maybe not maybe as complete as you would think it would be, but it is further along than the corridor was. Okay, uh, Kena will walk will walk down one side of the hall, mm-hmm. keeping a distance from the ring transport system. Sure. Um, and will do the same, but on the other side. Yep. And uh, have a look at um, the dais and information if there's anything immediately around the throne that could help work out what happened. Okay. Can I get an investigation check from you then, please? Seven. Okay. There's more writing, there's more carvings on the throne and around it that, again, seem to be sort of... A lot of them are very similar to what you were finding on the opening pillars. There's more sort of talk of the accomplishments and how grand this gold was. Um, (laughs) Again, you... you <laughs> you kind of get the feeling like they're talking themselves up quite a lot for someone who you haven't heard of. Their name is sort of <laughs> prominently carved into the. Well, it's sort of like a symbol. You know, every gold sort of has a symbol that they kind of brand onto the foreheads of their their Jafar uh, servants, and that and that is prominently displayed, kind of where it would be behind and above the head, if the if a figure was seated in the throne. Um, that's kind of built into the throne itself. So you would. It matches up with the names that you've been reading in the other carvings and that, so you guess this would be what this girl was maybe once envisioning. This would be their final... Th- this would be their throne room. <laughs> even, even though, as I said, it doesn't look to your eye 100% pristine. It doesn't look finished. But uh, as far as sort of other details of what happened here or anything kind of to that sort of nature, with a seven, uh, you don't really find much else. This this all reads much the same as the entranceways. It feels unfinished. Something changed before he'd fully set up his power center. Well, my guess is either the weather put him off using this planet as a base of operation, or his budget ran out. Seems a bit odd to have the throne looking down on I'm assuming this is one of those ring teleport devices that I read about it is 
Is that so that whoever was sitting in the throne would greet new arrivals or to sit in judgment of them? Because these, these ghouls, you know, they sound like they believe themselves to be almighty gods. Maybe this was a place of judgment, trial. It doesn't look regal enough to be a throne room, despite the fact there is a throne right there. Gwauls do not have guests. Either people coming in with their slaves, their Jafar, or they were captives of some description. Were being sent away via these rings? Yes. Especially if any troops were being sent to their liege system lord. It is possible, but un unlikely, that a minor noble of this level would be able to maintain their power without at least being tolerated by the stronger Goa'uld in the region. But that also means that they are at their beck and call. Whenever, whenever a main system lord feels the need, he could call upon the noble. And all of that noble's followers. Maybe this was meant to be some kind of port as Tab said, or some kind of staging ground? Perhaps. And, um, can I see anything else in the room that stands out that Kayla might not have noticed already? Uh, sure. Make an investigation check for me. Okay. 19. 19. Okay. That's... Yeah, okay, with a 19, uh, yeah, you, as, as you're sort of talking, um, you're kind of glancing around, and you, you sort of stood by the throne. Um, well, I've moved up to be almost opposite where Kana stood. She went one way, I went the other. Right, okay. And I'm just sort of looking around from that vantage point. I was kind of picturing Not the two of you sort of stood, kind of joining up at uh, the kind of back near the throne as you, as you kind of made your yeah. swoop. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. So uh, yeah, as as you're kind of talking, you're kind of looking around. You're, you're sort of sweeping your, um, sweeping your torch around, and um, just catching your eye on uh, the side of the throne is a little bit. Uh, the throne's made of stone. It's it's carved stone, um, and there's various sort of carvings all all over it. But one tiny, just sitting a little bit proud of the. Um, other carvings on the the right hand arm um, just on the side like kind of so you'd have to kind of if you if you were sat in a chair with your arms on the rest you'd have to sort of reach round to the right to get it there's a tiny small bit that is a little bit sitting a little proud of the others and it seems to be sort of part of another can you know carving but it, it just doesn't seem to doesn't look quite as in place okay Kano. Yes. Take a look at this. There's a protrudence on this side of the throne. Looks like it shouldn't be sat this far out. And I 
gesture to uh, to look where I'm what I'm seeing as she comes around. I walk round and I look and see what I can make out from it. It's. Uh, I mean, it just looks like. I mean, from a from a glance, and this is obviously probably the purpose of it. It just looks like it's part of the carvings and sort of a, a swirl of a shape. Um, but as as you look closer and shine your light, you can see that this is actually kind of separate from the carving around it, and is almost looks like almost looks like a button of some sort. Oh dear! You've just told an archaeologist that there's an ancient button. <laughs> I have. <laughs> Pushed a button. <laughs> can I read what it says first? Uh, yes, there is no always. In, yeah, you can. There's no inscription around it. Okay. It's just like part of the carving. There's like a swirl, you know, shape swirls around. You know, mm. it's a sort of ornamented chair, and just it, there is no inscription on the button. Almost like it was meant to be a secret button. Have a think while you're thinking. Let's go see what Tabs is doing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm a I'm I'm out of character. I'm slightly concerned that she's going to push a button and we're going to disappear down a hole. <laughs> uh, so Tabs, my... yeah. <laughs> you and uh, Captain Baxter uh, take one of the side corridors, um, which again is not the longest, but you're kind of it. it it's definitely sort of. You can't just stick your head back around the corner. You're, you're sort of mm-hmm. heading off. Um, this corridor sort of starts sloping downwards slightly as you go, and um, you find yourself with a series of three doors, one on each side and one facing you as you come to an end. And again, these these doors look like um, you could just push them open. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use my foot to push them open and have my weapon raised okay <laughs> just in case okay so you push open uh, you go left right or center uh let's go left first okay left you find yourself in uh i'm not i'm not huge not a very huge room and it's the same kind of height that you're at it you've been you know kind of in the military a little bit and that and this almost looks like a kind of ward room like a kind of like a barracks sort of thing but what grabs you is that there's quite a lot of debris on the ground scattered long since abandoned knickknacks and debris from like smashed pottery and stuff just in sprays across the ground there are burn marks visible on the wall that, that, that's the first thing you see as you open the door because you know, the wall's kind of facing you can't help but notice it and um on kind of like a kind of what's the word like it's like a beer you know like a kind of platform uh, you know there's sort of six kind of platforms at a sort of waist height spread throughout the room that look like they could be sleeping quarters one of them has a figure curled up on it oh there's an actual person there it's a figure I'm just going to look at um, Captain and then slowly approach. Slowly enter and just go deeper into the room. Okay. Are you doing it stealthily? What are you trying yes. to... Yeah. Okay. Yes. It's tough because right. you've got your it's torch quite, out and you're, quite, you're trying yeah, your torch around. Quietly as, yeah, as quietly as possible. Yeah. Okay. Can I get... I'll just get a stealth check from you just for... 
As soon as I said it, I was like, but you are shining a torch into a dark room, they would probably notice. Yeah. Yeah, there, it's it's probably a body, but want to be sure. And, and that nineteen. Nineteen. Uh, so yeah, forgetting about let's forget about the torch. I mean, it's it's kind of giving the game away a little bit, but you are stealthily creeping your way across. You are not making any additional noise. Um, the figure is facing away from you, kind of curled up in a little bit of a kind of fetal position on top of this. Thing, but as you get closer, you can start to see that this has recognizable armor on this body. It looks like Jafar armor. Um, as you approach, there's no movement at all or anything, no reaction to your torch, especially. As you step round, you can see uh, a skull in the place where the head would be. So, this. Okay. Yeah. The figure in its final pose was kind of clutching at its chest in a sort of fetal position, and you can see the blackening of what looks like staff weapon damage on the chest. Hmm. It's either been sleeping or and been shot, or there's, well, with everything going on in the room, a weapon fire has been going off. Tough to sleep through that. Yeah, well, he's not—he's he's obviously not slept through it. He's dead and <laughs> died in it because of it. Um, Tabs looking at the cabin. Like, well, he's not going to be causing much much trouble. And lowers his gun. Um, next one, sir. Yes, follow me. The um, the captain pushes open the central door. Um, more of the same smashed belongings, smashed pottery. There's a discarded, uh, snapped staff weapon bent bent against the um, the wall uh, next to two more bodies in this room that look like they've they they look like casualties. They look like they've been you know shot to death. They don't look. This isn't uh, this wasn't a peaceful ending and put to rest this was this was where they were when somebody kicked in the door and shot them mm. kind of thing um, one is sort of lying against the wall another one is face down sort of arms splayed with a, a hole in the back of their armour um, they didn't they didn't see it coming these two no that's grim sir better them than us though Yes, sir. Definitely. Let's look at this final room. Final room. You open the door. There are two bodies. One, like the others, is kind of back against the far wall. And is still... It's just propped up against the wall. And it's kind of still kind of loosely holding onto a staff weapon in their hands. So it's definitely, you know, skull. They're dead. They're long dead. Kind of thing, but the staff weapon is kind of propped in their hands. Um, still open the uh, the firing mechanism, but it's you know it's no crackle of energy or anything. This has been the power cell is long since dead. Um, but almost you almost hit them with the door as you open it. There is another body on the ground, which lines up to have been. It almost looks like the one at the far side of the room shot them. 
Um, like there was some kind of standoff here because they are both holding weapons, both dead. The one that they're both wearing Jafar armor. The one nearest you though has a um, helmet, the helm mechanism still up, and their mechanism is in the shape of a jackal. Oh, which one's that? It's been reported as the troops of Ra. You also notice the eye of Ra on the shoulder plates of the armor. The Ra's forces have came, or have been here. Because so, who is the guy at the other end then? Does he have any armor on? Or they're all armored. They're all wearing basically the mm. same kind of Jafar armor. Um, but these two in this room look like they shot each other to death. Mm. Um, I would say the most of the corpses don't have the eye of Ra on them. So it could be an outside force that have came, or it could be a, a, a mutiny or coup, inter an internal uh, rebellion kind of thing. Mm. Well, fighting between gold is not unheard of. Yeah. In fact, yeah. that's most of the fighting that they do. Yes. So, while this is all going on... <laughs> Kana, what have you decided to do about this button? But as tempting as it is, it would not be wise until we know what else is in this building, in this complex. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Take your point. I do kind of want to see what happens when you push it. <laughs> we come back later. There is time. True. But, counterpoint. There's an old Irish saying, good things come to those who wait. Oh, hang on. That's Guinness, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we shall see what the others have found. Well, we could always radio. And if they say they found nothing, we'll push the button. If they have found something, we'll go and check that first. Then radio them. I'm afraid my claws are not... Kind to Tauri technology. I, I, yeah, I can see why. So I reach for my radio. Mm -hmm. It's a bit crackly. It's not working well within this. You know, you're but you're, you're basically the equivalent of underground here. But it, you do get a, a crackly signal from Baxter. Neville to Baxter. Go ahead, sir. Gainer and I have found what appears to be some kind of throne chamber with some with the ring teleport device inside and uh, a big threatening button on the side of a stone throne it's, you, to be clear it's a small button that is not threatening but like <laughs> <laughs> how are you doing with uh, tabs over fancy bodies old bodies uh, look to be Jafar I don't want to jump to any conclusions but like some of them killed each other. Some of these side rooms have been ransacked pretty badly. We're collecting some photographic evidence now. As far as the button goes, you've got uh, the expert with you, so I suggest we follow her guidance on the matter. Continue your investigation. Tabs and I will be along in a minute. Aye, sir. I would suggest when you come through, avoid walking through the centre. We don't know if the rings are active or not. Over. Good thinking. We'll see you in a minute. 
So yeah, Tabs, uh, you and uh, Captain Baxter rejoin uh, Kena and Dougal in uh, what you're calling the throne room. Um, following Dougal's suggestion, you, you step around the uh, the ring assembly in the in the middle of the room and uh, join them up on the platform. Oh, this is weird. I, I take it that's the ring thing that go up onto the ship, right? I, like we said earlier, don't know what they're. Don't know if they're still active. Yeah, you don't want to go into the wall. Nasty. Everything that round here seems uh, pretty powered down, but uh, yeah, better safe than sorry. Let's see this button then. What have you? Uh, what have you found? It's on the right side of the throne. You'll notice there is a spiral. Well, it looks like it should be part of the carving, but it's it's a little bit prouder from the rest of the throne than all the other carvings. Hmm. And I point the captain in the direction of where it is on the throne, and then step out of the way so he can take a look. Any ideas about what it might hook up to? Uh, None. We didn't think to press it. Well, I tell a lie, sir. I did want to press it, but then thought better of it. Well, that's probably for the best. I don't know what would happen. On hearing this, Reyna just kind of turns and looks at him. <laughs> Doesn't say anything. Just looks at him. <laughs> you're just getting you're getting a real hard look from from your Una's companion. Yeah. Dougal just feels that there are daggers staring through his soul and he just tries to avoid eye contact <laughs> yeah it's I, I regret nothing it's a hard look you're getting <laughs> <laughs> well uh hmm I kind of want to press it now myself now you think about it but uh before this is Kader's worst nightmare isn't it everyone wants to press the button yeah, she's like much. don't press the dangerous button before you touch the button, let me check two things. One, if I can tell what it is connected to. And two, whether the ring system is active. Or, powered, that it can be activated. Okay, let's start with the rings. Uh, can I get an engineering check for me? This is a known technology, the rings, you know, you, this is yeah. not changed in thousands of years, this technology. I swear to God, if I roll one again. 19, so oh. 22 total. Uh, the rings are, you're able to, you know exactly what you're doing with this, like I said, but the technology hasn't changed at all, and um, the rings, crystals have not been installed. Oh. Um, this looks to be a newly fitted ring system that has not been finished being connected to anything. So definitely not connected to the chair. Yeah. Mm. The ring system is unpowered. It is not connected to any power crystals or to any other part of the ring transport system. Maybe that was part of what never got finished. This isn't connected to anything. You said you found dead. Were they all followers of Hemiona? Some, most were. 
but um, there was uh, one that looked like uh, well, he had a different symbol on him. Uh, Eye of Ra, by the looks of things. Him and uh, him and one of the uh, uh, Hemiones uh, followers looked to have had some kind of standoff. Neither one of them walked away from it. Interesting. Okay, I'd like to try and examine the button to see if I can use any of my senses to work out pretty much anything, yeah. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I don't really know what it is, so I don't know what specifically to look for. I mean, we've been kind of keeping it vague as to what, like, with the other ones, of like, as to working out, but I think it's we're just kind of using, like, your general knowledge of, uh, you know, of this kind of technology and stuff, I think, is it is the way to go so i think we'd just make this another engineering check i think like you haven't got electronic sense you know as a power or something yeah, but. yeah. no i can sense if it's powered by oh not bad yeah 17. Not 17 um yeah i mean the your your first thought is that this has possibly got a little bit of power behind it but any connections would not be I mean, the, the, just the context clues, this is a secret button. This is a certain, you know, this wasn't meant to be regular control use, which would imply secret, maybe emergency, emergency use only kind of thing. Mm. So it's possible this activates something unseen. The thing is that, and it won't be, or at least it won't be exactly, but it keeps making me think of like an ejector seat in the plane <laughs> <laughs> and he just fires the chair into the ceiling <laughs> I mean everything else has been has not has been kind of unfinished or mm. ripped away so it, it could not be anything it could just be a dud I haven't strapped Maybe. the rockets to the chair yet <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay if you <laughs> if you don't want to press the button don't have to press it I feel like I don't want you to feel like I'm forcing you into it it's just this is what you guys found <laughs> yeah let's just report that report <laughs> we found a button we should have a science team and get a button expert down here <laughs> and a ballistics expert to like make sure it's not booby trapped get one of the get one of the boys from the button department down here take a look at things <laughs> Right, Dougal really wants to press this button. <laughs> Captain, it is your decision. You're the one in charge of this mission. He studies it sort of quietly for a couple of seconds. He's, you see him sort of rubbing his chin. Um, for a second, he looks like he's about to reach for it. And then his watch beeps. Huh. I guess that makes up my mind for me. We got 15 minutes till we need to be back at the gate. This whole button thing can wait for the next mission to come here. Back it up, people. We're moving. He stands up. I know we've been kind of generally vague as to how long you've all been down here, but I feel like that fit, that feels like about the right amount of time for this mission, right? That seems about the right amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, from like start to finish, you only had like four hours to get in, do some recon, and then get back to the gate. So I feel that feels like about right to me. So, uh, yeah. Baxter stands up and uh, looks around and says, Well, I assume you've uh, you've documented everything. Um, we'll uh, have, to, I'll have to wait for another day. Let's move out. Yes, sir. 
Sounds good, sir. Perhaps Stargate Command could send a documentation team through at some point. Yes, we definitely need to mark this as something to be followed up on. Approach with caution. And thermals. And thermals. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so with the clock ticking and uh, the temperature dropping, even as you're still uh, making your way out through the entrance hall, um, the four of you uh, quickly make your way back to uh, the Stargate dialing in uh, to the return to Earth, um, tapping in your iris codes, and leaving this frozen planet behind you, perhaps with more questions than you maybe even had before you came here. But that's a story maybe for another time. All right, that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, We'll be back in two weeks' time on Thursday june the 22nd uh with the start of a brand new one shot which is going to be our dive into the fallout rpg uh, and it's going to be gm'd by eden so uh trust me you're not going to want to miss this one we had a ton of fun playing it and uh yeah i can't say enough uh, good things about how um how much fun we had uh, in the meantime, though, you can head to pretendingwithdice.com for links to all of our online presences, including our merch store. We've got a few new items up on there. Our Ko-Fi page, if uh, you feel like supporting us in that way. Our Discord server, uh, you can come online and chat with all of us. We're all on there all the time. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, plenty of other links to uh, all of our online presences. Uh, so, yeah, that's pretendingwithdice.com. Uh, so, yeah, for now, that's our show. We hope you all enjoyed it. We'll see you next time.